Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. <laughs> take two. Today on the show, we announce our 2019 Night at the Yards, or should I say Day at the Bay? Also, we will talk about Chris Davis making history and get a reaction to the latest Orioles news and performances. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your daily stunning host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Burt Rohde. What up, Coconuts? Monday Night Live. Let's do this. And the button lever, Josh Soroka. Hey, let's see what happens. Uh, we're going to watch Chris Davis make history during this show, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're rooting for history, I think. <laughs> so we'll be covering uh, each Chris Davis at bat here. Uh, and how, how many how many at bats is he away? Is it two? He is two away from tie-in. Yeah, and three for the record. So we're, we know we'll see at least one at bat. Yeah, I mean it's raining up there, so there could be a delay. We don't know. We'll get at least one at bat in on this show. So for the dum dums, though, this is the record we're referring if, to here is the longest over streak. If you're listening to section three thirty six and you don't know that we're on pace for that, uh, I I'd think be there's surprised. probably quite a few people that don't know what we're talking about. I like how Josh belittles our listeners. <laughs> and I called him dumb dumb. No, no. He's the one belittling the listeners. I'm saying they're smart. They know what's going on. If they pay attention to us. They All know. right, fine. Clarify it for me because I'm not 100% certain what we're talking about. It's the 0 for record, right? He's 0 for 44 consecutive at-bats or something like that. Plate appearances. Yeah, he sucks. Yes, yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, going back to the end of last year. Yes. He's now on pace for, like, yeah, 0 for he's, 44. He's, yeah, he hasn't gotten a hit, so that's 44 at-bats. Okay. The record is 46 at-bats. Yeah, and that took two years and two teams for that guy to do it. And then after 0 for 46, he wow. retired from baseball. But what no one's talking about is Chris Davis has two RBI. So no one's talking about the RBI. His, his actual, is it a fielder's choice? Isn't he a run producer? His, his, he's a fielder's choice and a uh, base on balls. Yeah. His, his walk rate is up this year. I did notice that. Thank you. Whoop de doo. So there's slight, <laughs> Any, anyone of the three of us could get up there and walk. All right, so let's start with the Chris Davis news. No, okay. don't you want to start with the with the announcement news? Well, oh, Chris yeah, Davis yeah. is at bat right now, though. Like this, okay, this could break this, live uh, on the air. It is a high a high fastball, one and now. Uh, but yeah, Josh. I did think Chris Davis was going to break it the other day when he was up with the bases loaded. Yeah, it just seemed and he, like he fouled off what yeah, like three or four a bunch balls. of pitches. It seemed like baseball karma that that would be when he finally. Uh, puts it together yeah. like and he came in as a pinch hitter earlier got that fielder's choice got an rbi mm -hmm. and then it's that whole you know what it is we're too used to orioles magic over the past four years that yeah. that was your classic orioles magic mo um, moment yeah yeah uh baseball has that happens in baseball right yeah um 
Every but, day is a different star. Yeah, and by not, the way, not this year. Every now it's this year. Every day someone else blows it. <laughs> uh, by by the way, he's ahead in the count two two and one. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't get to our announcement yet. I figured I'd stall a little bit. Hey, there it is. Right to the right, uh, right fielder. to the right fielder. All right, it was and a that, good swing though. Yeah, I know he's been making contact. He's had there's a lot been a lot of bad luck this season for him as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I is, saw that tweet yeah. when Josh uh, tweeted bad luck been. that you should have seen the eyes rolling. Everyone who saw that tweet rolled their eyes. Of so course, hard. I could see my brain inside my is. skull. Fifty if people in Baltimore went to the hospital because their eyes they got stuck in their skulls that, and they couldn't get them it's down. It's been years and years and years. Bad luck. Yeah, that's not bad luck. But the argument for Chris Davis last year is that he looked ugly at the Late. He wasn't making contact. He wasn't swinging half the time. He's hitting the ball this year, and they're going right two guys. Josh, Chris Davis is batting zero. I know. He's had I'm 45 just not bad straight luck. at bats. There might be a little bit oh, of luck yeah. in there, but remember, you, you don't go 0 for 45 with just uh, uh, bad luck. Who's the guy who went like 0 for 21? Uh, the Orioles? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, uh, no. We had a, we had a. Um, um, no, the guy from South Korea. Oh, Hyunsoo Kim. Hyunsoo Kim. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went like in over spring 21. training. Was that a spring training? Yeah, Scott? I thought he, yeah. I thought he struggled up here too, and that wasn't there a whole argument about sending him to the minors. Yeah, there was always a discussion. Yeah. Also, he only played like once a week. Right, he didn't play as often, and he wasn't making one hundred sixty-one million dollars. Yeah, but but let's get to our announcement. There's be yes. don't worry, there'll be more Chris Davis talk later in the show. Yay. We don't. Right. We're not doing night at the yards this year. Yard, whatever. Well, we're doing something different because nobody wants. Have you have, look at this TV? Look how many people are out for a night at the yards tonight. There's not really a demand for night at the yards. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and we're still going to still go to a bunch of Orioles games because we're all. Fa- we are. We're going fans. tomorrow night. But but we've talked a lot in the show how the players to watch, and I'm going to get into a little bit later, later later in the show that it doesn't really matter. People go, are up in arms about how Mike Wright is doing. It really doesn't matter no, what it Mike doesn't. Wright is nope. doing. Nope. What matters is how Hunter Harvey is doing. Sure. What matters is how Zach Lothar is doing. And if you want to go watch Diaz. Hunter Harvey and Zach Lothar pitch, or if you want to go see some good young prospect hitters like Diaz hit, where can you go? Bowie Bay Sox. Yeah. Hey. Which is not that far away. No, and it's closer. It's closer. Uh, actually, it's not. it's probably about the same. For me, between Camden Yards and okay. Bowie, Bowie's about twenty. It's a twenty-minute ride and about twenty-five minutes to get. But to the Camden traffic Yards. and the parking is a lot better at Bowie than it would be at Camden Yards. But maybe not, I guess. I the, mean, look at that crowd. There's no traffic at Camden Yards today. <laughs> right. uh, we'll get into opening day discussions, and there was some traffic on opening day, but uh, not now. But anyway, yeah, right. Uh, the other thing is the Orioles keep raising the ticket prices, and it makes it hard to do an, an event f- for the family. We've never been able to do an event where we can say. Hey, bring your whole family because it's an affordable day out. Right, right. Because you would do a Camden Yards, it would cost your family what a hundred, a hundred fifty bucks. It, I think it was. I think Night at the Yard last year was somewhere like twenty five or thirty bucks a seat. Right. So that's and we tried to choose a giveaway night because of that price. And what they do is they raise the price on giveaway nights. Right, as a premium night. Yeah. Right. So we're so we're partnering with the Bay Sox this year. Bowie Bay Sox. Bowie Bay Sox, and because we want to make it a a family day, we're doing it. On a Sunday afternoon, yep. we're going to do it on Father's Day. Yeah, not just any Sunday. Because, hey, we're all fathers. We talk on here all the time about how like baseball and fatherhood goes hand in hand and all that. Um, you having trouble with your headphones over there? <laughs> and all that crap. No, I just lost my flip-flop under the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Continue. It, it's enjoying the summer weather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So we said, why not do it on on Father's Day? Sure. And the Bay Sox have cool things going on on their Father's Day already where it's a Bay Sox uh, beer glass giveaway day. Mm -hmm. You can go early and play catch on the field. After the game, you can run the bases. Yeah. And Bert's telling me that everyone gets to run the bases. It says all fans can run the bases, not just kids. Right. So you get to run over those little three-year-olds. Yeah, man. Bowl them over. And uh, the Bay Sox are excited about us coming out. We're – They've pitched some other ideas that if we can uh, get you guys all excited, show initiative, show you guys sign up quick for the tickets, that we can open up more things like uh, a Q&A idea. And uh, they've already pitched to us about throwing the opening day pitch in or the ceremonial pitch. Throwing the, it's not throwing out the day. first what do they pitch. Call it? The first pitch. Throw out the first so pitch. You got <laughs> the a ceremonial cup. pitch that happens at the start right. of a baseball game. Right. The one pitch that is ceremonial <laughs> that happens to be thrown before right. the game starts. So yeah. I worked it out. <laughs> Matt, Matt and I will throw out the first pitch, and Bert's going to sing the anthem. Ooh, uh, that would be amazing. I, I didn't work that out. I should have worked <laughs> that out. Right, I wanted to Bert to be my catcher. <clears throat> right now, it's all three of us throwing out the first pitch. Great. Uh, is my understanding. All okay. right. Which means there's competition to see which but, one of us screws up. Because there's only one ball. So that's one of be us is guaranteed to right. screw up. Right. It's going to be a race to the pitcher's mound to get the ball. <laughs> uh, a little like Hunger Games. Got to get the get the ball. So, yeah, so Father's Day, June 16th. The link is all over our social media, and it's on section336.com. Right at the top, it says Father's Day with 336. And I don't think we said the best part. It's $10. Yes. Yeah, it's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. Uh, it's box seats. It's like that little area behind between home plate and the, and the dugout. Yep. The section there. So they're great seats. Bring your family. Bring Let the them, kids. It's uh, just a... The minor leagues do a great job with kids, and it's a great way to introduce them to the stars of the future. And it's Father's Day, so like if Make you're, them go. If you're the dad, you're the husband in your household, you kind of get to the picking of what you want to do for Father's Day. Your wife's like, well, what are you going to do for Father's Day? Yeah. You're like, I want to go to the Bay Sox game with the 336ers and the coconuts and uh, have a good old time. Absolutely. And she can't say no. Because it's Father's Day. Right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> and or, watch some baby birds. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or surprise your dad with Father's Day. Uh, yeah, there's that too. Saying, I want to go spend time with you. Yeah. So, so there's some really good, talented players at the base side. Because I'm going to tell you guys this. But Diaz is the biggest name down there. Yes. But there's also Ryan McKenna, who many people think is going to be the future center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Ryan McKenna. Sorry, Cedric Mullins. But a lot of the people think that Ryan McKenna. You're also going to. Not Austin Hayes? Uh, no. I don't know if people project Austin Hayes as a center fielder long term. I think Ryan McKenna is the more prototypical okay. center fielder. Um, another guy that you might r- recognize the name, Palmero, not Raphael. Preston. But Preston Palmero, his son, yeah. um, is, is down there holding down second base. Uh, and you also, I mentioned the pitchers, pitchers Zach Lothar um, is down there. Zach Pop, uh, who we got in the trade acquisition last year, is down uh, there. Mm-hmm. There's lots of reasons to get down there. and I think Hunter we, Harvey, of course. We're yeah. going to get down there even ahead of time before Father's Day. But Father's Day is where we want to get everyone to come and just hang out with us, have a good time. Yeah, we talked about this before. Like, this is a great year to go see minor league baseball. Absolutely. Uh, because of all those reasons uh, and because the Orioles suck, right? So, um, and a lot of the players you see right now in the major team are not going to be there when we're good again. So, like, get behind the youth movement here. The cavalry is coming. Right. To, to bring back an old... Yeah, <laughs> old reference right there. That didn't work out so well. I don't think we need to uh, no, bring no, that reference back. Brad Bergeson leading the way. By the way, uh, we uh, we just missed it, but we just had uh, Cedric Mullins hit a little league home run, three run home run 
Did you see that? No. I mean, we're not breaking the no, line. No, I, was was I wasn't paying attention. Cedric Mullins just hit a three-run inside the park home run. Oh, did he really? Yes. And I'm, right. Josh, I mean, he's talking about the stupid baby birds. I missed all that. Yeah, stupid Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, there were throwing errors involved and stuff, but uh, yeah, he cleared the bases. Oh, well, all right. I'm waiting for nothing. For nice. Nice. Win that game. We're back to 500. Absolutely. Yeah. Every hitter that comes up is one hitter closer to Chris Davis. So I'm a fan. <laughs> That's true. Let's bat him around this inning. We could get two Chris Davis at bats in the same inning. That'd be amazing. All right. So now that we got the night, the uh, I mean the the uh, day at the bay. Right. Buy get, your tickets. Get Section three three six. Right. The earlier you get your tickets, the the better chance we get to announce other cool things at the Bay Sox. We've already bought our tickets, so join us. Right. Uh, if, if you buy now, you can get your seat right next to me. When you go on there, you get to see where other people are sitting, right? Yeah, that's a little creepy. Yeah. I saw where Josh's seats were. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bert chose seats so as far away as possible. I got far, far away. Well, we all, we all went and kind of spread out in different sections. Sure. So that way uh, we can kind of just take over the whole section. Yeah, the wife already got mad at me for my seat selection. Why is that? Too close? No, she wanted me to sit by, by one of you all uh-huh. to pass the baby around. Oh, geez. Well, did you tell her to bring her family? There's plenty of empty seats around. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, said, I said, you can hand that adorable baby to anybody. I'll tell you what. Very friendly. I, is there? Is there? Uh, we're really close to the field. Is there appropriate netting? I'm taking I don't know. my, See, my pretty two-year-old sure. boy and a baby. See, I don't know. I had, the same, skulls. I had the same thought because you can get like row A. Like we've got yeah. the whole section. And, and they do. So I was going to choose row A, and then I'm like, wait, I'm taking little girls that aren't going to be paying attention. Let me back them up a little bit. Is this behind the dugout? It's between the dugout and home plate. You yeah, saw it on the map when you got it. I think there's, there, there's netting. netting. There. There's netting all the way yes. to the end of the dugout. Okay, so they, it's just like they've updated major league yes. stadiums. Yeah, I noticed that because I noticed that when I went to the fair gotcha. fest. Okay, yeah. all right, good. Then we are behind netting, so go ahead and take those row A seats. You'll be safe. Yeah, uh, and you could maybe be a YouTube star if you don't flinch when you get a uh, <laughs> foul ball right at your face, like yeah, that man. old old woman who didn't flinch. All right. Or that woman. She doesn't be old. She just was a, a female uh, who yeah, didn't Yeah, why has her age got to be? It has nothing to do with this story. That's ageism. I know. My bad. All right. Let's get a, let's get to a few things. Right. I got to get some things off my chest here. Should we talk about opening day first then before we lose you? Oh, yeah. Get to opening day. I got some things I got to talk about that are driving me nuts. Uh, but let's talk about – you. I didn't get a chance to go to opening day. I was in Salisbury yeah. handling my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. you guys went to opening day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I that that feels like a long time ago, but it, it was, was just on Thursday. It was yeah, not even a week, not yeah. even a week. It feels like it was a long time right. ago. Well, because the so tone, much has happened. The right? tone of the Orioles yeah. have completely changed we, we gotta, since opening day. We got to talk mm-hmm. about opening day. We got to talk about Chris Davis. We got to talk about David Hess yep. almost throwing a no hitter or throwing a no hitter. I don't know how that works. Um, so we got a bunch of stuff to get to. But yeah, first, uh, you both went to opening day. Yes. Yep. Josh, you got to so, remind me. Was, elaborate. So I got there early. <laughs> this is a bad start. So is this going to be? I feel like one many open. Not going to remember. I feel like happened opening day. Many opening days Josh start with Bert saying, "You're going to have to remind me." Yeah. What was the game that I stroked the guy's beard? Was that opening day? <laughs> that was opening day. Yes. <laughs> Last year opening yes, day. That was opening day. Okay. So did yeah. you stroke anyone's beard this time? I don't think so. I'm not asking Bert. This is a question for Josh. <laughs> did Bert stroke anyone's beard uh, this time? No, not in our section. <laughs> Um, we all had to leave early. Yeah, we all left early. Uh, but I got there early and uh, kind of got to walk around, check out any changes to the stadium and all. I was annoyed because I couldn't find the chipper. I don't know if it moved or whatever. I couldn't find the chipper. Oh, for the, so, the potato chip For the potato chip, chip thing. things. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was looking. I was annoyed about that. You'll find it Tuesday. They, I know. Tuesday. That's what I said. I said, yeah. I'm, I said, there's big crowds down there. I'll deal with it Tuesday when hey, no one's here. I got some questions about it. Um, I'll let you guys tell your stories, but I'm going to 
also ask my question. Of course. I saw a, po- a couple people tweet out, like, um, judging other Oriole fans for not coming to the game. Mm-hmm. And they took pictures on opening day of a lot of open seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that long lines getting in the stadium? Like, by the third or fourth inning, was well, the stadium full? No. So, it was yes an- and It was no. announced a sellout. Yes and no. Okay. I didn't uh, even I get s- in until, like, the third or fourth inning. Right. So, so, part of what we'll have to get to is the long lines. And yeah. that's, that's Burt's side. Okay. Uh, part, part of the reason that it wasn't a true sellout was that they didn't release tickets until the evening before is when they released single games because they were still trying to pressure you to buy season tickets to get open and day tickets. Right. But I got there early, walked around, checked things out. There's cool new signage. Boog's got a whole new display out on Utah Street. Yeah. There's some uh, lights hanging that are probably going to look pretty cool I on like a night lights. game. Very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think my wife went over there and put them up. She loves those yeah, lights. My of, wife would like those too. A lot yeah. of new signage. Uh SK's gone, so there's some other hot dog company now. Roma Ballpark? No, it's like Cam- Camden Dog. Oh, Camden Dog. Camden Dog. Okay. You think they're, they're really it. located in Baltimore or they're just playing on the name? It's some other company that's making an exclusive Camden Dog, okay. which, I, which to me sounds like another hot dog. That a they hot just, dog's a hot dog, uh, put Stamped Camden <laughs> on the side. Yeah, yeah, it's horse meat. Right. Did you try a Camden Dog? <laughs> I did not. Okay. All right, so I went... I'm I'll, t- I'll tell you, you want some, you want some dining experience? You got that. Yeah, you're wearing, you all right, you're wearing that orange. Oh yeah, I want, I was, members thing. One of my questions: yeah. Did you get the discount? So that's supposed to get membership. us like a fifteen or twenty percent discount. Anything in the stadium? How does this work? Do they like swipe it or something? It's got like a little chip in it. Does it really? Yeah, you can kind of see it if you hold it up to the light. Huh. So uh, this is kind of a pain. I wish they could just put the chip in my arm or something. Yes. Yeah, or my on your phone maybe. Like everyone has the oh, phone yeah, where the, you're the already putting your ticket on the phone. Why not put this on the phone? Yeah, but you were saying. So I go, I, I, too many people downstairs to deal with the chipper. So I said, I'll deal with that Tuesday. I'm just going to get classic chicken tenders and fries. Yeah. So, it's your go-to. Yeah. yeah. So I go Makes there. Makes me sick. I go there and I, I, I say, oh, they give me the price and they raised the price. It's, it was now like that and a soda is now $17 when last year it was $16. Oh my. So I say, hey. Josh and a lot of 10 year olds are upset. Uh-huh. <laughs> the chicken tenders. So I say, no big deal. I've got my little badge. So I That's say, right. I get say, that discount. Don't I get a discount for this? And she goes, oh, yeah. And she presses the button, and it doesn't work. Presses the button, and mm-hmm. it doesn't work. I knew there'd Meanwhile, be a lot of Meanwhile, the stuff. cashier next to her is doing the same thing to the person there, and it's not working. Uh, so they yeah. get a manager. The manager comes in, tries it a bunch of times, and then the manager goes, oh, I know why. We don't take that discount here. I'm like, if you don't take it there, where that else chicken do you take it in the stadium? The, <laughs> was the it just a normal tender? concession stand? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't Boogs? No, it was the normal concession yeah. stand. It's not like it's one of the fancy places. So they yeah. didn't give me my 15 or 20%, whatever the discount That's is. That's outrageous. Because they said they don't participate in that. They, which, they owe, they owe like you the $3. That, that should. So yeah. that was irritating. So anyway, then they grab my chicken womp, tenders womp. and soda. Yeah. And you and know what they give me? What? A, a straw. You know what's wrong with a straw? It's, uh, it's, it's paper. paper. It's a oh, paper love straw. It. Love it. Do you know how good a paper straw does on a Thursday afternoon baseball game? All right. Then throw the straw and just uh, drink like a That's man. That's what I had to do. Right out the, the cup. Straw, the straw disintegrates in the soda. Straws mm. are for strawberries anyway. That's yeah. men drink right out the cup. You just drink a beer no, out I of like, a can. I like having the lid on my drink so people throwing peanut shells and everything stays out of my drink. Uh, but I don't need your paper straw. Did did they raise the price on beers too, Bert? Um, I don't know. You have to ask him Tuesday. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> no, I I remember I stood in a 
the lines were out of control for concessions. I can't. Were all the concessions open? Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. was open. What's with the lines then? All right, so well, get Bert. Bert came in late. Like, yes, I think you missed the orange carpet. I miss everything. You came in like mid game. Yeah, like happened? the third inning or it's something. Ridiculous. It's because you had something somewhere to be, or is because you just didn't do the math for how long it was. It was, was a it. it was a perfect storm of uh, bad planning, or uh, or as Chris Davis would have it, bad luck. Yeah, um, yeah. We uh, I was in Federal Hill. They were having free golf cart shuttles over to Camden Yards. Uh, every time one pulled up, somebody else would jump in it in front of me and the group I was with. So we ended up calling an Uber. Okay. Uber driver shows up. We all jump in. And nice. this must have been this guy's first time driving through downtown Baltimore because we're as we're approaching Camden Yards in the warehouse by the convention center, right. he's in the turn-only lane forcing him onto mm. 95 North. Yay. <laughs> so we took a detour Yay. all the way all around the interstate. Yeah. Nice. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I think that Uber guy just wanted to make an extra 50 cents. Uh, we, we were making some comments, but fortunately he was with a bunch of guys who were like in good spirits. I mean, if you, if, if I was like in a hurry to get into the game, I yeah. you know, I'd have been super irritated and right. I wasn't paying for it. So there's that too. Um, I would have just found a scooter and taken a scooter there. Uh, yeah, I, I should have in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that didn't work out. And then once we finally get there, drops us off right there, Utah street, we're getting in the line. I always enter the ballpark in and it's about a quarter of a mile long Get out, and it's not moving. And there's, there's like six or seven lines, all of which are as long as this one. Are. I saw some pictures of the lines. Yeah. That looked insane. The yeah. game had What's already started. Uh, there was a bunch of irritated people in the line. Was security they, like extra beefed up? Were they patting people down when you no, walked in? No, Same old security. Special. Same they security. Had, bag check. No bag check. They've got a new gate for members only. You know, f- the whole reason you buy season tickets to be a member. Absolutely. That was one of the longest lines there was for the members uh, only. Gate. I don't know what they were doing different. Maybe security was a little beefed up. I, if it was, I didn't notice I it. I didn't notice any change in What security. I didn't notice, they were completely unprepared. Uh, it, it, there's no reason it should take that long to get into a yeah. baseball game, especially yeah. on opening day. Yeah. Um, and what? I realized we were getting in there late, uh, but that's all the more reason that the line should move right. quickly. Do you, do you think it's because can, and Josh will be triggered by this. Josh prepared to be triggered. <clears throat> Didn't they do something different where now all the tickets are digital? You can use paper tickets. Also. Oh, you still can. Yeah. That's um, not the delay, though. But they've but been because, doing digital tickets for years. Because sometimes with a cell phone, people don't don't have their lighting turned up or yeah. something. Yeah, but that's some issues. that's not an excuse. Okay, you no, know that, what? You know, once what else? I got through the security, it was like show their ticket and move on. I think it must have been the security that was right. slowing everything you, down. You know what else the Orioles screwed up? The the giveaway magnet schedules. Yeah, were mm-hmm. basically like the ones you could print at home. They were like paper thin. Mm. And they didn't have the little punch out O yeah, no that you can slap O's. on your car that fades away they're, after, they're, they're, by after June. a week. Like, yeah. The <laughs> Orioles definitely said, hey, we're not only saving money on the roster this year, we're saving money with the giveaway crap. Yeah. And, as, um, as and we security make more money, and ticket takers. As we make more money on the chicken tenders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so but, it sounds like a real, uh, I'm glad we're going to the Bay Sox this year. Tied yeah, yeah. in with the crowds, too. Uh, like we mentioned, the concession lines were crazy long. I was hungry. And there was not a line that I could stand in that I wouldn't be standing in for at least two innings just to get food. Get so out two innings. Yeah, yeah it's it's lines were crazy. I stood in this long line uh, for a beer and a hot dog, and by the time I got to the front of the line, they're like, "Oh, sorry, we're uh, we're only taking cash right now." So I was like, well, you, you, "Might be something you want to tell people who are waiting in the back of the line for a half hour." Yeah. Uh, fortunately, I had a little bit of cash. Oh man! And uh, they didn't have enough change 
for my 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 food was like uh, you know seventeen bucks for food and a beer. And uh, what did you throw down a hundred? Yeah, they're like, well, did you have a hundred dollar bill? You gave I don't remember exactly. All I know is they like owed me a five, and they how didn't the hell, have wait, a five. How do, they, how do they owe you a five with a three dollar difference? I don't know. I don't remember exactly the details. All I know is I ended up, I ended up paying like an extra two dollars because they didn't have the right change, and I was just like, I want to get back to my seat. Give me oh my, my stupid gosh. hot dog. So they owe Josh two dollars because the yeah. discount. They owe Bert two dollars right now. Or they're making money wherever you are they can. Four dollars in the hole. And then Josh, I got back to seat, and Josh said, "Did you flash from your badge to get the discount?" I was like, "Shoot, I forgot about that." <laughs> so <laughs> even then, I, I didn't even realize I, that, right. that would work. My other or not. question was, "Where's your food?" And you ate it on the whole way on the. Oh, I scarfed that back. hot dog so fast. It was it was gone it was like before two I got bites. back to the seat. Yeah, it was good. Uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to going tomorrow when it's going to be empty. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> this is you know, so that I love. Let I don't me, know why I bother. Let me spread out. <laughs> you know, right, get me in the playoffs, and I love the atmosphere of the full crowd. Yeah. Yes, but oh, you yeah. know what? I love when Camden Yards is empty and have all the concessions. I'll stand, myself. I won't complain about long lines for food or to get into the ballpark if it's a playoff game. Yes. But even the allure of opening day, it's it's almost more trouble than it's worth. Part of the problem, I think, is. There's people that go to opening day that won't go to any other game of the year. Oh, definitely. And they won't go to a playoff game. They just want to be at opening day. Mm, uh, yeah. I think they'd go to a playoff game. But uh, I, but I did make a whole day of it. I hung out with a bunch of old friends before the game that I only see once a year on opening day. So, you know, I I complain now, but I, I ended up having a good time. Uh, it was a good time. It was the, just typical Orioles. The, the annoying part were the lines. But, you know, I'm used to that. There was no fast pass, which I am more used to. Fast pass. You, that's like, right, fast pass know, plus. Fa- fast pass for concessions. Yes, that's what they need. I need to uh, preset all of my Actually, food fast that's passes not a bad for idea. the game. That's not a bad idea. That worked really nice at Disney when I just <laughs> scheduled our meals. Yeah. And then you just show up and they're ready for you. You do the mobile ordering? Yeah. yeah. I want to do They mo- need to do that. They need to do mobile order ordering oh, at Camden Yards. Of course, if they did, they would screw it up. So they would. They probably shouldn't do it. They would. Have you been <laughs> – does your movie theater deliver food to your seat? No. Mine I mean, does. they might. I Mine don't know. does. It's awesome. I can go up, order a pizza. They bring it to me. No, I would never eat movie theater pizza. Um, pizza, <laughs> you pizza, you can't screw up. It's really good. <laughs> but anyway, I, that's what the Orioles need to do: is mobile order and bring my food to me. Oh, you guys are a bunch of strawberries. Wait, they have that. Wait in the line, get the food. Oh they have that gosh. in the club level. It's like when we went to the Nats and they just bring you whatever you want. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's because we only go to the Nats games if we get those really the nice Diamond seats. Club or whatever they call it. The, uh, I don't know what it's called. Diamond Club? I don't know. It's something like that. Something, yeah. you know, Elite us one uh, percenters. Or, or do what I do at home. Pack yourself a nice peanut butter jelly sandwich. And mangoes. A little mango on the side. <laughs> and have yourself a good time. At Some the uh, edamame. Some edamame, if you will. But, but the sure. weather, the weather was perfect. Oh and it's, yeah, and it's always nice to just get back to the yard. Yeah, gorgeous day. Absolutely. And hey, for five innings, we thought the Orioles had a chance. Yep, yep. Until the good old trusty bullpen yep. came in there. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So um, this has been a bit of an up and down week. I feel like started up, yeah. now it's down. Yeah, uh, getting swept by the Yankees will do that to you. Yeah, and and two and two of the games we were in a position, you know, to win. I feel like you can say that about like most games, right? Like Not at Sunday. some point the game was zero zero, and you were in a position to win. Um, but but no, the first two games of the series we had, right. we were in position um, to win those games, yes. uh, and we didn't. And then Sunday was just a you know, <laughs> crap, a crap the bed situation, right? <laughs> no. All right. 
So, so, so you uh, said, what, you you recap said, Sunday? <laughs> right. So you said there's been things bothering you this week. Oh, oh yeah. Here you go. really oh, wanted to get man. to. You couldn't wait to do the show. Yes. Yes. I just, there's points in my life where I feel like I am so out of touch with everyone and everything that I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but then, like, I keep in mind, because a lot of my opinions on the Orioles come from you guys and, like, right. Twitter. All right. <laughs> like, and, the, and that's kind of it. And so sometimes I got to remind myself that you all and Twitter are not. No. Like, like something I talk a lot about is how I am pro-team wave. I like the wave. Mm-hmm. But if I were to yeah, tweet. Yeah, you and, you and millennials have that in common. If I were to tweet on Twitter, I like the wave, everyone would crush me. They, they would crush me. I've never seen some a single person on Twitter who was pro-wave. Mm-hmm. They're all these, you know, snobbish. You know what? Baseball fans are anti-wave. I enjoyed that the uh, those games in Japan at the start of the season. Yeah, no wave. Yeah, those people do not stand up during a baseball game. But mm. but 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 you, but you know what? If you go to Camden Yards and a wave happens, I would say there 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 there's a ninety percent of people participate in the wave. There are occasional um, what what I have termed party poopers okay. who do not stand up for the wave. I'm looking at one. Yeah, I don't stand up for but, the wave. But 90% sure. of them participate in the wave. So it's it's not accurate to say everyone hates the wave because if you go to a game, people participate in the wave. So my opinions I've had recently, I feel like no one agrees with them, but I still think I'm I'm in the right. Um, a couple of things that have happened. Let's get through a couple of them. I want to get your guys' reaction. Bryce, let's start mm. non-Orioles. Bryce Harper. All right. Returns to the Nationals. Yes. But now he's a Philadelphia Philly. Yes. Yeah. And there was some discussion about whether or not to boo this man. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because he, he took too long to thank the city of Washington was one issue fans had trouble with. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah. He didn't send a, he didn't send a thank you until the day before the game there. Like where most people, as soon as they sign in a new city, post a thank you. Yeah. He didn't post his until the day before the okay. game in Washington. Okay. So fans were upset. Oh, a lot of uh, Washington Talk Radio upset about that. Okay. And my take on this was, if you do not boo Bryce Harper, you sh- should not be allowed to be a fan. He seemed like the right thing that to is, boo. Inner division signing? It, oh, definitely. That's, Turn, the, the that's it. Boo. Right. The Nats Inter- offered him a buttload of money and he turned it down? I know. But 300 million at the beginning of the but, but then, and I, I put that on Twitter, and, and people came back at me saying, well, technically they only offered him 300 million at the beginning. Then they only offered him 200 million. And we're like, what are we talking right, about here? They offered it to him at 300. Yeah. Or he could have signed with the Dodgers. The Dodgers offered him a ton of money. Right. But he chose to sign in a division, in the division mm-hmm. against your rival, right. the Phillies. And, and ever since then, he's like freaking na- – he's naming his kid Philly or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he's been all about right. embracing Philly. And I don't like blame Bryce Harper. Like Bryce Harper got no, a, I, a nice contract and he's embracing the no, city of Philadelphia. I love what That's Bryce Har- As If I was a Philly fan, I'd love what Bryce yeah, Harper's doing. Like, definitely. I had never seen a player like embrace a city as much as he embraced that. I wish we had a player doing that in Baltimore. Absolutely. So it's possible for Bryce Harper to be doing all the right things. But if you're a Nats fan, you still boo that. Man. You got to. yes. He it's, signed. It would be it's like like Manny signing with the Yankees. It would and be saying, "Hey, I'm having a kid. His name's Mickey Mantle." Yeah. Even if the Orioles offered him no contract, you still right. boo that man. Yeah, you got to boo it in division. Can I, can, I, can I tell you something else, Dan? That little and this is this is going to trigger you maybe because this bothered me, and I, I think I'm the only person this bothered. Okay. Opening day. Uh-huh. Who got a nice ovation? Who got the Zach uh, outside Zach of Trey Mancini? Who got the biggest ovation? I wouldn't know because I was standing um, in line. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Britton. Is Zach that where Britton. you're going? Yeah, Zach Britton. Yeah. Zach Britton. 
Um, I don't who, have... who signed with the Yankees. Now, I know he was traded. So we so much we traded him to the Yankees. I know. And, and again, I have no issue. Like, I would not boo Zach Britton. He's too right. freaking likable. You, you don't boo Zach Britton. You, I don't. I have a hard time cheering for a guy who just signed with the Yankees. You know what? I have no problem cheering with him for that introduction, but then booing when he comes out to actually play baseball. Like I cheered for him when he was traded. Like when he came back to Baltimore after the trade, you you you, you cheer that man because he was traded and he gave you some prospects. Yeah, but he signed after you dumped him, so it's not like like once you're traded, there's no more loyalty. That team dumped you. That team got rid right, of you. Right. I'm saying, but as, as an Oriole fan, if you sign with the Yankees. You're dead to me. All right. I don't care if Cal Ripken came out of retirement mm-hmm. and signed a one-day contract with the Yankees. I'm not cheering. We had me. this argument already last summer. Mike Mussina. Yeah. You, you still booing Mike Mussina? Well, his playing days are over. He's As long as he's not wearing a Yankee jersey, I'll cheer Mike Mussina. If he put on a Yankee cap, I'm booing that crap. But if he's if he's putting on a generic cap, which yeah. he is, right? right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. booing a generic okay. cap. But I just I can't cheer – for a guy wearing a Yankee uniform. It's just me. I can't do it. I can, like, not boo you. I want to boo Zach Britton. Right. But I'm not going to cheer for him either. I yeah. get it. It's when the player has the opportunity to pick where they want to go. Yeah. And they choose to go to your rival. Yes. Then you're booing them. Yes. But Bryce Harper got drafted by the Nats. He had no say in the matter. Yes. So the Nats fans were lucky to have him for those five years. Yes. But when he got to free agency, he can go wherever he wanted. He went to a division rival like a jerk. And yeah. if I'm a Nats fan, I'm booing the crap out of him. But but people try to put, like, all this logic on it. Well, you know, Bryce Harper took the best deal. Like, all that's true. Like, Bryce Harper took the best deal out there, and it's good for him and his family. But you can still say, as a fan, like, it's, it's this is a freaking entertainment sport. We're not, like, threatening him. We're just saying, you signed with a rival, so we're going to boo you. And, and that's right. not to say, I'm just saying, if I were a Nats fan, yeah. I'm all for it. Bryce Harper, good on him, man. Oh, and me too. Yeah. He, he's happy where he is. He's embracing it. Yeah, like Josh yeah. said. Uh, I, I want and that. I, I, like I think that. it's great for him. And, and and for the Nats fans, too, he's going to be there a long, long time. Yeah. Yep. They're going to see a lot of and their the old And the got their villain, which is great. And and when they first played, he had the huge home run. Like, he yeah. won. And uh, uh, I so mean, that's great. We, we were even talking on opening day about how we don't have the big villain in Baltimore yeah, right now. I kind of would have liked Manny So I love that the Nats have a villain. Yeah. We, we kind of miss it on a little bit. Mm. I, I like to boo people. It's one of my favorite things to boo people. But All that right. being said, I'm glad Machado didn't sign in the AL East or yes. something like oh, that. So grateful. <laughs> so yeah. grateful. Yes. Stay in um, San Diego. By, by the way, quick update. Chris Davis is now at bat again. 0 for 2. This is going for the tie. Um, uh, that's going to... That might drop. Uh-oh. That's got a shot. A oh, no, he's there. That's he's a there. Uh, oh! oh! But that's foul a ball. That's, that's a an foul error. Ball. That's a foul ball, though, right? <laughs> was he in fair territory when he first touched the ball? <laughs> I don't know. Chris he, Davis ran, on, ran to the first. bag. Is that a hit or an error? Well, they never threw it oh, in, it, so it's got to be a foul ball. Yeah. That's a foul ball. I don't know. That's even a, if that's it's, a foul even ball. Even if he's in fair play, it's an error, so it's yeah, not yeah. a hit. He's well in foul. He's three feet foul. Oh, and two counts still. Look at um, these kids with their phones out trying to catch history. <laughs> Everybody wants to see history happen. Oh. Uh, Watch our live reaction to Chris right. Davis getting his first hit. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're doing, too. So let's. Speak- we just have the benefit of Facebook Live. Right. Speaking of booing, there's mm-hmm. been a bit of a kerfuffle on Twitter, too. Um, and, by, and by the way, Mike Elias must love Chris Davis so much. Hold up. We- Oppo, Oppo. Opposite field. Oh, opposite. Oh. He goes the opposite field, and it still doesn't work <laughs> out for Chris Davis. There you go. Well, there he ties the record. Next at bat, he passes the record. But Josh is right. N- not about the luck part, but it seems like now every at bat, 
Chris Davis is hitting a line drive. He's making a lot of contact, but guys are catching it. He's but it's bad luck. Off. It's bad luck. It's bad luck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if he hit that ball in the stands, they wouldn't have caught it. So exactly. that's just bad luck. Exactly. Yes. Uh, no. All or nothing. Um, booing Chris Davis. Sp- speaking of booing, booing Chris Davis. Opening day. Mm-hmm. Guys, honest response. Did you boo Chris Davis opening day? How did you feel about other people no, booing Chris Davis opening I'm, day? I'm a huge Chris Davis apologist. You already know that. I know. So the I way boo. you apologize, I, he's, the, I, he's the new Joe Flacco. I also Chris Davis is embarrassing. I also don't think it's right to boo your own team, especially on opening day. Okay, I could that's, not disagree with you anymore. That oh, that's unbelievable to me. You never boo. Your what own difference team? does it make that opening oh day? They had already played six games. Drink except the for orange Kool Aid. Except for who's that closer that blew like three games at the beginning of the season before the home opener? I always get Kevin I think Gray. We booed, I think we or and Mike, and Mike Gonzalez, Gonzalez confused. Yeah, yeah whichever one it was, I, we booed him. They were both terrible. So I did not boo Chris Davis. Okay, and, and Bert, Bert was out in the. Do you remember? Lot. When they what? When he ran down the orange carpet, or or in, a, in any at bat, he went oh for at, something for the orange carpet. I don't boo there orange were more, carpet. Either. Orange carpet. There were more cheers than boos. Yeah, I cheer at orange bats, carpet at bats. The boos were louder. Yeah, the boo. boo. Oh, you know what? I do remember lots of. I don't. I don't think I booed or cheered. I was uh, but, neutral. Right. But uh, I heard lots of booing, and the guy sitting next to me was upset that people were booing him. Yes. Like, I thought he might cry. Yes. That was Adam uh, B. Moore from Russell Street Report. All right, Adam B. Moore, you look like you were about to cry because yeah. you did not agree with people booing Chris people Davis. Now, what was fun is when the Orioles pinched hit, uh, Hanser Alberto. Alberto. Yeah, big cheer. Big cheer. Big, big cheer. cheer. And he got a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because Alberto's red hot right now. That's right. He's well, that in 500. Was, that was the start of his red hotness. <laughs> and that, at that point, fans were just cheering because it wasn't Chris Davis. I mean, I don't really understand this whole idea because I, I tweeted out, I'm pro-boo Chris Davis. Mm-hmm. Now, it is to the point where I'm almost coming back on it because it's just so sad. Like, right, it's, like it's beyond I, bad, but I'm for... Like, that's where it comes down to me is I really feel for Chris Davis. Cause it, but, but, Josh, think about but this. I get, yeah. We still owe him ninety-six yes. million dollars. But none he of that signed, but whether he gets a hit or not, we owe him that money. He signed for seven years one hundred and sixty yeah. million money. Uh, he is killing us both financially and he's killing us um with his play on the field. Like yeah. he is hurting the franchise you, and hurting the team. But what do you expect him to do? Retire? He can't retire. But I'm saying if that's what he's making and that's kind of what the expectations are. Like, I mean, he's going to go home to his boat with, the, with his yacht with the hot tub in the back. Yeah. Uh, that he, he can spend right. $100 million on and not think twice about it. So he, like, is it? I heard, I heard over the weekend, I heard um, um, uh, Stan, uh, Stan, Stan the Charles. fan, Stan Charles, talk about Chris Davis. It's a human tragedy. That's what he said. He said it was a human tragedy. That man made $161 million. Sign me up for that human tragedy. Get out of here, human tragedy. That's nonsense. So the fact is, he he is terrible. He's hurting the team, and so and so you boo him. It's not it's not going to kill him. And someone on Twitter said, "Well, booing won't help him hit." Hey, if cheering right, helped the kid hit, help I would either. cheer out, yeah. cheer in my ears. Hey, it, have, it doesn't. I have mean, you heard anything Brandon Hyde said? He's trying to see if cheering helps him get a hit. I tell you what, I I mean, I mean but but on Buster's podcast today, they were saying, "What are the Orioles waiting for? Just cut him. He's done." Well, if if. You don't boo Chris Davis. Who 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 do you boo? Right, and it's unfortunate for Chris Davis, <laughs> Mike Wright, because there's all these events that are, the Orioles aren't going to cut him, and for all these reasons, 
And it's just a perfect storm of, of reasons why Chris, any other situation, Chris Davis will be cut. Mm-hmm. But he's not cut because he's got the huge contract, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone not set to make $96 million is got, would, would be cut already, yeah, sure. right? He would be cut last year. But you don't, you don't cut him because of the money. The second reason is because the Orioles suck. If the Orioles are trying to win this year, he would be gone. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that the Orioles aren't trying to win. The third thing is they're, they're, he's not blocking any prospects. So right. there's not a prospect waiting in the wings. Right, man. right. and if, if you're saying he's blocking Trey Mancini, he's not. Trey Mancini's no. not the first baseman of the future. The, the guy who gets more bats if Chris Davis is cut is like Joey Rickard. That's the guy who's right. going to get more bats. Right. And, and, and so he's not blocking anybody. So for all these reasons, he's not getting cut. And so the result is, like, Chris Davis, honestly, he should have already been cut. And that's why I think Oriole fans feel, feel bad for him. Because you realize, oh, we probably should have cut him like a year ago, but we're still marching him out there every game to play, even though we know he's no good. And so people kind of feel bad for him. And 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 I get that. But, man, he is crushing the team and the organization with How that much? contract. And I, I don't blame anyone for booing him because he sucks. You boo players who suck. Right. And especially, I mean, no one's booing Richie what Martin, if, even though Richie Martin's batting like point zero seventy. Right. No one's booing Cedric Mullins uh, outside this. Part, the partly because no one knows 100. who Richie Martin is. Yeah, but because they're <laughs> young players who aren't right. making set to make ninety six. Yep. So anyone who feels bad for Chris Davis, understand: a he can walk away at, at any point. Like he's made tens of millions of dollars, Could. he can walk away at any point. All right, he can. He can even say, "Hey, Brandon Hyde." Let me and I, Josh. I know you're you're on this bandwagon. He can say, "Brandon Hyde, this isn't working. Let me go to Norfolk." That's that's what I think they should do. But I don't. That that would have to be Chris Davis. Yeah, but he would have to be on board with that, right? Um, And And that's where if Chris Davis really is trying to do anything to help and anything to fix himself, that's really what he needs. Is he needs to go down to the minors. Not because he needs any development, but he needs to just go have fun again. And I think he should be able to hit some minor league players. Yeah. I, I just think anyone who just criticizes or cries when you boo Chris Davis is a bit of a strawberry. Like Chris Davis, I don't think Chris Davis is a strawberry. I don't think he's going home and crying every no, the, night. The booers. No. Um, um, I, think, I think Chris Davis is, is a coconut. I, I mean, I think he, 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 he takes his booze and he moves on. Though I, I almost fell out my seat when, it, when Chris Davis said he was surprised that people booed him on opening day. I mean, maybe don't go 0 for 44. Like yeah. if he hit the ball, right. people want to boo him. If he didn't sign for $161 million, people want to boo him. When you sign that contract, Joe Flacco knows this too, right? When you sign the contract, expectations go up. Mm -hmm. And if you don't perform, get booed. Sorry. Buy yourself really nice tissues with that lotion in it if you're going to get upset about it. Right. You can afford it. (laughs) Right. Part of the reason why I do on Twitter defend Chris Davis. Oh, all the time. It's embarrassing. It's because people act there like. Because he was on the show one time. He was on the show. And by the way, Chris Davis, as a human being, seems to be a really great human being. Like, seriously, he he seems to be a good guy. Yeah, I was texting with him uh, in January. Yeah. We were working to get him on the show. On a personal level, we like Chris Davis. Yeah, we like Chris Davis. But um, I think the reason I defend him is because some people take it to this extreme of, I watch the game, he just sits with the bat on his shoulder, he doesn't even try, he's just trying to make this money. And I see him up there. Have good at bats. Have good at bats. I see him improving with his pitch selection. People talk I see about him trying him. really hard defensively. He's a great first baseman on the field. Bri- Brian Roberts was, uh, <laughs> as Brent rolls his eyes, Brian Roberts was talking right. about him um, in the film room watching film right. 
and, and so working like, on a swing. Yeah. He's not like fans want to make it out as he's like this guy who stole all this money and then's going home and, to his yacht with a hot tub in the back. Right, and he may be going home to his yacht with, with the hot with tub in the hat, having yeah. Manny, yeah, yeah, uh, getting ugly tattoos together. But uh, but it's he is trying, and that's where you end up feeling for him. Yeah, I almost would wish that uh, Chris Davis would embrace the villain aspect of being in Baltimore like, as a villain. Go up to the plate. Oh, I guess I need to get my bat. Just walk him back. Yeah, or get like a tattoo <laughs> of like money bags. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money, bags. money bags tattoo on his arm. That'd be amazing. And, uh, and, uh, or or, or O dash forty four. Yeah, yeah. Just embrace it. <laughs> embrace it. Uh, I, uh, I think I would enjoy. You know, that. we do. We do need a villain. I think Chris Davis is too nice to be the villain, but if he wants to embrace it, I'm all for it. Yeah, I said on. Um, on Twitter, there was three reasons why I don't think that they that they should um, cut Chris Davis. And All right, one of them would be that uh, they can't. There's he's not blocking anyone. One would be that he's helping them lose. Yeah, that that's number one. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm trying to get a good draft pick. Uh, yeah, I'm trying go. to get when in your get, mindset there. When we get a number one draft pick next year, you guys should thank Chris Davis. Sure. Okay, and if that number one draft pick, whoever that that will be next year, not this year, but next year. Um, if he leads us to the World Series, we, we, we owe Chris Davis so much. Well, Chris Davis will still be collecting his paycheck when how, we get to that World Series. That's, that's, that's if you were Michael Elias and Brennan Hyde, how long do you let Chris Davis go? The second reason is because um, he figures stuff out. If he figures stuff out, he can help us. He does have year. a high upside. Yeah. Right now, I mean, he can't get any worse, right? Yeah, and the third. Yeah, but how long has it been since he's been good? It's been a couple years. Yeah, a couple years. Years. Yeah. And the third reason is uh, maybe like if he continues playing, he'll get so bad that he becomes embarrassed and he'll like ask to leave or go to AAA if you yeah. keep on playing them every day. So that's why I keep on playing them every day. And someone tweeted back, you know, um, nothing is worth, no draft pick is worth watching watching him him hit. And well, I don't, I don't know. There's if, there's uglier plate appearances this year than Chris Davis. And maybe it's just me, but like when, and maybe it's just because the record. But like when Chris Davis is on. Like I stop and watch. No, when the, when when, the, when Richie Martin's on, I go I go take a pee right. break. No, but when Chris <laughs> Davis other, is on, I I'm I'm intrigued by Chris Davis, even like I'm intrigued by how bad he is. Yeah, yeah. I brought up earlier that that game Saturday night when uh, bases were loaded and Chris Davis is up. I was on the phone with Mandy and I hung up on her because I said I can't talk to you right now. Yeah, because I had to pay attention because it brought me completely. <laughs> Your in. poor wife got ditched for a Chris Davis at bat. <laughs> you know, did you wow. watch that? Hold on, that was man, a stressful Chris at Davis bat. Davis is about to go over forty two. He, he was fouling balls off. That was a stressful at bat. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna break it. Wow. But even even like like I want to see if he strikes out again. Yeah. Like I he's to me. There's not very many hitters that are must watch. Trey Trayman CD right now is must watch. Hanser Alberto's must must watch, and Chris Davis for his terribleness is must watch. I feel like, and right. I I feel like the booing could d- be based on the situation. Like if he leads off an inning and pops out or strikes out, I don't care. Right, yeah. like it's only one out. Yeah. But if he gets up with uh, two men on in scoring position with nobody out, and we we're on the cusp of a rally inning, and then he strikes out or then he pops out or grounds into double play, kills a rally. You better believe I'm booing him. I'll boo anybody that you, kills a rally. His next at bat, he's going to go to break the record. Are you booing him going into that, even though he hasn't struck out today? He's just hit two fly balls? I think if. I'm not going to boo. I'm going to cheer. I want to see history. Yes. And I bet if you turn the volume up, I bet there'll be a All real right. big sarcastic cheer if he gets oh, out. Oh, definitely. Right. I would he, think so. If yeah. he Next time he gets at bat, we'll turn the volume up while we're doing the show. Yes. Because it'll be a huge. All right, but how much longer are we going? Strike out. <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't looked at the clock. 821. All right. All uh, right. So you, 
Yeah, we got to get through Matt's rant list. I'm, I'm not done yet. Oh, still there's, more. Okay, yeah, there's too many strawberries out there. Bring it on. Um, David Hess. Yes. Through six and a third, was it six and a third? Yeah, six and a third, no hit, no hit ball. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was that I don't know off the top of my head, eight, eight, like eighty four pitches maybe, something like that. Yeah, um, and was pulled from the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, what kind of nonsense is happening? Where you have David Hess, right? David Hess is not. Let's talk about David. Who David Hess is not, right? First of all, he's not a young phenom who you're worried about his innings like Hunter Harvey, right? And he's not. Uh, 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 Degrom for the, the the Mets, who like almost, um, who almost throws a no hitter every time he pitches. David Hess is never going to be in this situation again in his life. Yeah, probably not. The Orioles, as an organization, might not be in this position for I don't know the next hundred years. This is like a once and career opportunity for David Hess to go and throw a no hitter, and you pull him out at six and a third. Yeah. Like you don't even let him finish. And throw seven innings? Like, you don't let him finish the, the, the six? You you pull him out at six and a third? Because he's at 80-some pitches? Yeah. What kind of joke is this? <laughs> and, and and I get, oh, well, he threw an opening day. And the thing I would say about that, like, first of all, who cares? He's a professional pitcher. He can throw again. Uh, but the other thing I would say is, why would, if Hess was starting this game, this is the first week of the season, and Hess was scheduled to start since the beginning of the season, what's Brandon Hyde doing? throwing one of your starters in opening day when you didn't need him. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I don't buy the argument, well, Brandon Hyde, he did this because he pitched him open day. Well, right. why did he pitch him open day if he knew he was starting a few days later? doesn't make sense to me. So I think this whole thing is outrageous. I think baseball players and managers have gone soft. If a guy's throwing the no-hitter, let him freaking throw it until he gets to 120 pitches. And if we're worried, if we're not worried about what kids are throwing in high school and college, why do we care when they're at a professional about to do something they've never done in their career? And we're talking about David Hess. Yeah. yeah. This is the only – I mean, we're not talking about D.L. Hall. Well, and we're not talking about, you know, Jim Palmer here. We're talking about David Hess, who got shelled by the Yankees when he actually has, played a real baseball team. Has David Hess spoken out about this? Yeah. Here's his quote. I got some David Hess quotes. All right. Um – Here's what he said. He said, um, I told him I'd give him eight strong if he'd let me. Um, has said, I tried to live up eight my strong. end. Eight strong. you got to take nine if you're going for it. And like I said, if he let me. Oh, th- this was um, uh, prior to the game. Okay. Yeah. And I said, I tried to, I, um, I tried to live it up to on, on my end. Um, and then Hyde said, it was a tough game. We had a pitch count for our starter. And I had three guys that I felt comfortable pitching in the ball game. For David to go beyond that. And obviously, them some was incredible, but that was a terrible, but that was a terrible walk to the mound. I hated to do it, but for David's health uh, and one of hopefully thirty plus starts, it was the right thing to do. Didn't we lose that game? No, we won. We won, but, but the, the bullpen the, came and made things interesting. The like very next pitcher gave up a home run. Right. Oh, first, oh, it was Pedro Aruja, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's here's he said he was shocked because of his low pitch count when he was pulled. He said his pitch count was low. He's throwing a no hitter. Right, and David when, Hess he needs said, to throw a little fit when he's walking off the mound, so we know in TV land as well. Yeah. Um, but then after, he was all like apologetic, saying that he did the right thing. So I, I wish Hess would have kind of. Yeah. I, I'm just, but it's this whole thing, right? And I get it. This whole protect, 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 protect. But this Hess is a young pitcher, but he's not one of these brand new arms. And he's not a, he's not a, you know, he's not going to be an ace. This no. will probably be the only season, maybe this is the next year, where he's a starting pitcher. Um, and so this is a lost season already. Right. I mean, let the kid go for it for Pete's sake. Sure. Just really grind my gears. Yeah. 
I, I, Michael I think Gibbons this, throw 50 pitches, but he pulls out this guy. Give if this would have happened in August or September, he would have let him go. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just explained what his excuses were. By right. the way, Cedric Mullins has hit two triples tonight. Oh, really? When's the last time you saw that? It's been a while. Yeah. Well, the one was a triple with an error, and that's how I got home. Well, it was a, yeah, a triple. It was a true triple, and then he got home on a throwing error for the uh, Little League home run. Yeah. Orioles playing well tonight against the uh, Athletics. They are looking pretty good. 6-2 right now. In the but besides this weekend series with the Yankees, they have been fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but this weekend but you, was a third of the games. I'm not yeah, getting my true. hopes up or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> not saying that at all. I'm just saying that as far as what I want is enjoyable baseball, That that's I'm enjoying it so far. So, so that, that, that's all the stuff I was really mad about. That's all the stuff where I thought we were being a little bit uh, strawberry-ish. Sure. As baseball fans. So I'm glad I got that off my chest. All right. The news this week is uh, this Dan Straley guy Yeah, that uh, we signed that you were ranting about like two weeks ago. Yes. When we had Stan Charles on, mention his name again, I said Dan Straley would be a good pickup because we don't have a starting, starting pitchers. He's a good guy from the Marlins. And uh, Stan Charles was dismissive of me and that suggestion saying, <laughs> uh, no, they'll probably, he'll probably end up with the athletics or someone will trade for him. Um, but no, uh, Straley had his kind of choice of which team he wanted to sign for. I don't know how actually this works because we had first dibs on waivers, but then somehow Straley had was able to choose which team he wanted to go to. Right. I'm not he, all I don't know. Did he pass waivers and then like maybe he passed through all the waivers and then he got the choice and then got and then got the choice. But the Orioles said, "Hey, like we guarantee you, you can start for us." Um, and so he wanted to start, and so we got ourselves uh, another starting pitcher. Which I guess is the end of the opener experiment. Um, Too bad because Nate Carnes I enjoyed in that role. I like Nate Carnes. Yeah, I like the Nate Carnes uh, Yakabonis combination. Yeah, I, I like that combination. Um, the other news outside of that was Drew Jackson. Um, yeah, who what? was the guy who we? I don't know about you guys, but I kind of was liking Drew Jackson. He was during spring training. They had him at like every position. Like he played in almost every spring training game. Well, it really grinds my gears because in my uh, bold predictions, if you remember. Oh, no. You went with Drew Jackson. <laughs> Drew Jackson. My bold prediction was Drew Jackson would play in eight of the nine positions. And, like, just yesterday, he mi- he might have been the pitcher. Yeah. Right. He might have been the pitcher. And yep. so maybe I could have gotten the eight out of nine position right. with Drew he, Jackson. He had a good shot at the pitcher yesterday. But, like you also said, this is not going to be the last time we see a position player pitch this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but you- Drew Jackson's not with the team anymore. Yeah. How many times did you guys think we see a position player pitch this year? Um, how many times did we have it last year? Twice? Once? Zero? Maybe once. I think once. We had it, I think, at the end of the season. Yeah, I, it happened at least once. I don't know. But, but yeah, not often. Once, no. twice at most. I think we see it three more times this year. Bert? Yeah, I could see that. Especially, I mean, you think yesterday is going to be the only blowout we have all season? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's going to happen like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do because it's... That's, <laughs> If you add up the bad pitchers mm-hmm. plus the a- a- analytics, which say, you know, don't waste a pitcher, you know, I think I think uh, Hyde right. is kind of does things differently where Buck Showalter, I think, would be really reluctant to, to put a pitcher and I mean, a position player in there. I think Hyde, if you're down by 10, 10 runs, Hyde will. You yeah, know, he put Albert in there. Yeah. I heard them asking post game if he knew about Chris Davis success yeah. as a pitcher. Yeah. Did you hear the comment? Yeah. He didn't want to put that spotlight on Chris Davis. Yeah. 
which I kind of feel like so go ahead and punish Chris Davis. Stick him out there and let the player let see how the fans react to Chris Davis, the pitcher. Maybe Chris Davis could be our fifth starter, and then he, his contract starts paying for itself. Right, right. Maybe at least he's at least he's doing something, right? Yeah, to eat innings, help the That's team. That's true. If they put him as in as pitcher, he doesn't have to bat, right? Yes, we're in the American League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want Josh. Every time you defend Chris Davis, that was not a defense. That was I know, a bash but I'm Chris just thinking Davis. about it. I'm th- just thinking about it now. Every time you want to defend Chris Davis, or every time you you want to yell at someone for booing Chris Davis, just think the reason your chicken tenders went up to seventeen dollars is because they have to pay for Chris Davis's contract, or you could pay for sixteen, or it would be sixteen dollars chicken tenders. Um, so, but I was a little surprised because Drew Jackson, we're all about young, talented players. He seems to be a young, talented player. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's other players that you could have DFA'd, right? Like a Mike Wright or a Miguel Castro who, like, gives a three-run homers like no one's business. Right. Um, or even on the on the hitter-wise, like Chris Davis. Um, or you could have sent Cedric Mullins down. I don't know. Or Joey Rickard down. I don't know. But instead of all those, they took Drew Jackson. Right. Which was yeah. a little surprising. Yeah. Bert, to answer your question earlier, Cedric Mullins is the first Oriole player to triple twice in the same game. Since who on September twelfth, twenty fourteen? Oh, so it wasn't that long ago. Oh, uh, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Manny Machado. No. Uh, no. Nolan Reimold. No. I remember a Alejandro. You remember oh, De La Cruz, something like that. No. De, De Aza. De Aza. Yeah. Alejandro De Aza. Yeah, from the Red Sox. Yeah. 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 That mm-hmm. was the, that was the last guy to do it. Interesting. Yeah. Remember Matt? We just triple. Once, once you guessed Manny Machado, I realized, oh, you're never going to get this guy. <laughs> uh, the other, I wanted to mention this: the Chris Davis stuff, though, All right. is distracting from what's really lo- wrong with the Orioles. The, the pitching, the, the Orioles have no pitching. Yeah. The bullpen, especially, it's bad. I mean, seriously, how many? If you look at all our pitchers, how many of them like are actual major league pitchers on any other team? <laughs> Not many. <laughs> Not many. Like, like maybe you could make a case. I know um, John Means had actually looked really good. I think a, a lot of other teams, their fourth and fifth starters are not very good. So, I mean, you but, could make an argument. But you think you think uh, Kashner or Bundy or even Hess would be a four or five starter on someone else's team? Yes. You do? All yeah, right. I, I think so. All right. I mean, it, can we name the five starters on every baseball team? Probably no. not. We can no. maybe name one or two right. on every team. But the problem is, like, the other three are scrubs you've never heard of. Therefore, Kashner could replace any of them. Right. But, yeah, I mean, the problem is simply that the pitching's been so bad that it doesn't matter what our offense does. Yes. There's always a chance the pitching's going to blow it. Yeah. Correct. Um, Dylan Bundy has been atrocious. This mm. is going – I mean, you watch him pitch. Mm. I don't know how he gets anyone out. He throws 91 miles per hour. Straight down the middle. And the ball doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah, you make contact, it's gone. It's I, a home run. I watch on Twitter. I see Twitter. People post these videos all the time, like, of, the, of these balls. Yeah, like the slider that cuts. 98 miles per hour and, like, cuts. Yeah, it's awesome. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. No one knows how to do that on our It's field. like that wiffle ball guy. And then I turn on the Orioles, and I see, like, Dylan Bundy throw 91 miles per hour right down the middle. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, like how and, is, and how to, is this going to work judge out? out of anyone? Yeah, like, there is no scenario where Dylan Bundy doesn't give up five runs against the Yankees. I got, there's no scenario where that happens. Oh, it's just bad. Um, but the good news is, there's some good news here. In three years, three, four years, 
the Orioles starting rotation will will be this. Um, there might be one or two guys I'm not naming, right? But it's going to be D D L Hall. Okay. Um, who, by the way, um, he, he he had his first start recently at Frederick. He threw three innings, you know, could hold him to innings, um, but got six strikeouts in the three innings. So sounds pretty good. A pretty impressive first outing. Seventeen runs, but six strikeouts. No, he gave up a couple of runs. <laughs> okay. He gave up one run. One All right. Run. All right. Um, and then if you go to the Bay Sox, Hunter Harvey, who uh, pitched four and two thirds innings, gave up some runs, but also struck out six. But the big thing about Hunter Harvey is he actually threw four and two thirds innings. Yeah. And they use him as a starter. I wasn't sure if Hunter Harvey because he gets hurt every year if they were going to move him to the bullpen, but they still have him in the starter's role. Right. Zach Lothar who's also part of the Orioles' future starting rotation, threw five innings, struck out six uh, of no-run baseball in his first start um, for the Bay Sox. And finally, the most impressive of them all was the youngest of them at the Shorebirds, Grayson Rodriguez, guy we drafted last year, young kid, threw five innings in his first start, gave up two hits, and struck out ten wow. in five innings. So the Baby Birds, pitching-wise, oh, and I should mention Keegan Aiken at his first start, and he was hitting uh, – his numbers weren't great, but he was hitting 96, which is like the hardest he's ever thrown. So that's a good okay. sign for Keegan Aiken uh, coming up. So right now the starting pitching looks really bad. The pitching in general looks really bad. But but who cares about this pitching? Yes. Look at look at the minors. Pay attention to how the minor league pitchers are doing because that's really going to determine our future um, because we got a ton of prospects in the outfield. It'll sort themselves out. We're going to find some good players in the outfield. Uh, I think hitter wise, we, we're gonna we have enough prospects where we can figure it out. You know, I, I think. Uh, I, but I, pitching wise, we need five starters, right. and right now we got zero. <laughs> so pay attention to the minor, the minor league pitching. You know, especially I worked, the pitching. worked it out with the Bay Sox. If we sell two hundred tickets, we get to choose the pitcher. Okay, put, <laughs> I'll put my money down for Zach Lothar. That kid seems like he's uh he's fun to watch. That's it. I mean, unless you want to stall a little bit until Chris Davis is next at bat. No, that's all right. That's all right. I think he's out first next inning. That's all right. Yes. You can follow our tweets for it. He just made a – oh, I thought he was about to make a nice catch. No. He missed it. Why are they showing a replay of a ball he didn't catch? I don't know. Um, hard, hard work. Yeah. So, to recap the show, it's okay to boo, number one. Number two, if a guy's throwing a no-hitter, let the dot guy pitch. And right. number three, go out and get your Bowie Bay Sox. Father's Day at the Bay. Father's Day at the Bay. With 336. On Father's Day, Sunday Father's Day. June 16th. Three, June 16th, thank yep. you. Hey, who's that guy? Who's the guy who always comments on uh, how Bert looks? I don't know. Which one? Uh, you know, <laughs> the guy who gets in the comment and creeps you out. I'd like him to buy the seats right next to you. Um, but but make sure you use the link, right? Because that'll take you to our section. Oh yeah, yeah. Go to use our link to get your tickets because that puts you in. I think it's section 106. It's box seats right up there, yeah. and you'll so even, you can you'll, you'll see coconuts. where we're sitting, and you'll be able to sit where you're sitting around other coconuts. Yeah. So go use our Facebook link, or Twitter link, wherever you find the show. Section 336.com. It's right at the top. It yeah. says it says Father's Day with 336. Yeah. Also, shout out. I'm not gonna pull it out. We got a new review. I should have mentioned it before the show. You can pull it up fast before uh, it goes to you. Yeah, you want to go with the new review? Yeah. It's in section 105, 105. Right there next to the Bay Sox dugout. Ten bucks, no reason not to go. Unless you live out of town. <laughs>
Or you got other plans on Father's Day. Right. Bring your father. Bring your father. Bring your kids. No one has already scheduled their Father's Day plan yet, right? No. No. Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. I made my Father's Day plans. Um, you can follow us on Twitter for all the uh, updates and for my uh, good tweets about why it's good to boo. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Rohde. And you can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Shiroka. Oh, you got the review? I got the review. Uh, this is from Dibbelin. Dibbelin, I believe it's his name. All right, just read the Dibbelin. review. Dibbelin. Dibbelin. True bros. I wish you guys had time to do a daily recap of games. Ugh. It's always awesome. <laughs> don't give Josh any ideas. This is not. No, don't tell Josh that. I'm very intrigued to do daily stuff. I know you are. But we that's are. also because I can walk down here and do it in just a couple minutes. In your underwear. Just like tonight. <laughs> but uh, no, I know it's hard. And this is not the year to kick off daily stuff. No, but appreciate the review. Keep on sending those five stars reviews. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Go Chris Davis. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.